This is Corolla Digital. Hi, folks. I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And this week, on This Week with Larry Miller, I'm going to tell you a true story about how Jerry Seinfeld and I once made Yakov Smirnov cry. We thought we were going to make him laugh, but it didn't happen right away. Listen to us for free through iTunes, and we'll see you here. CarCast is brought to you by Encore Insurance Services, LLC. For a free life insurance quote, give them a call, 866-347-5748, or go to smartterm.com. That's 866-347-5748 and smartterm.com. Now, it's time for this week's CarCast with your host, Adam Carolla, and moderator, Matt D'Andrea. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandate, get it on. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, yet another CarCast. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Matt, the moderator, D'Andrea. How are you? Good. I want to hear all about SEMA when, oh, the, uh, man. when so the time nice. is right. Ralph Gilles. Did I say it right? Nice job. I just go fast. Wow. Yeah. President and Chief Executive Officer, SRT Brand Motorsport Chrysler Group. Uh, I'll just go ahead and step on it and say there's a beautiful Viper. Actually, two beautiful Vipers uh, out in the parking lot. We're going to go walk around. I don't think you're giving anything away. Just having Ralph here, (laughs) I think, pretty much says there's a Viper in the parking lot. A little obsession. Viper's one of those things... It's uh, the automotive equivalent of the TV show. Um, oh, shit. I was about to say Living Color, but I didn't mean that. I meant the Fox <laughs> show. The Fox show that was uh, the Fox sketch show. Mad, Mad TV. TV. Yeah, it was Mad TV. <laughs> Mad TV, every single year, I would talk to the cast of Mad TV, and they would say, this is our last year. And I'd say, really? Because <laughs> you told me that last year. And they go, yeah. And then five years would go by, and they go, this is the last year. And yeah. then I go, okay. And they've just kept coming back. I feel like the Vipers a little that way. It's like, this is going to be our last batch. And then it's bigger, better, and badder the next year. Yeah. How many, which Viper, went about our fifth version of yeah, the Viper? Yeah, the uh, the owners, so to speak, called it Gen 5. So fifth generation. Usually the engine kind of denotes the generations, yeah. So what is – I mean, it's always a V10. Yeah. So they went 400, 450, 500, 600, now 640. And it's always naturally aspirated. Yes. Yeah. And it's just tweaking that motor yeah. each and every time. And we've added technology like variable valve timing a couple of years back, individual coil packs, um, electronic throttle, all that kind of stuff. So and displacement, right, eight, over the yeah, years. What is it now? It's 8.3 liters from – it always was pretty big. It started off as 8. And I want to clear something up. It's not a truck motor. Everybody <laughs> says it came from the the old Ram V10. Nothing to do with it. That yeah, everybody it, says did it that. Ever? Did it ever? No, come, nothing. Nothing ever. It's came dimensionally from that. similar in terms of the bore centers, but that was well, a cast iron engine. This is all aluminum. It's all aluminum we'll, block and yeah, heads. Yeah. Hold on, because uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> the worst thing you can do is when I bought uh, my uh, Aston Martin DB9. And I said... Uh, that has a truck motor, too. No. It's worse. <laughs> it's worse. I said, 
it's a it's a V12, and the guy's like, yeah, it's just basically two Ford EcoBoost V6s yeah, time, put together. You don't want and to it's know like, that. Wow. So you're wow, saying that's what you're telling me? It's two three thousand dollar engines welded together to form a ninety thousand dollar engine. Like I don't understand. <laughs> you know what you should say? You should say we took a sixteen cylinder Cadillac engine from the thirties and lopped off four cylinders. <laughs> or this is you know this is a Merlin Marine or this thing was in a Spitfire or something and we took you know yes. don't go added. Jesus Christ. But never truck. <laughs> never. As a matter of fact, we remember Chrysler owned Lamborghini in the late 80s. Sure. Right? So they helped us learning how to cast something that big because they used to cast big V12 engines all the time. So mm-hmm. our engineers spent a lot of time in Italy figuring out how to do the V10. So um, the Viper was always an aluminum block? Always. Oh. From day did, one. Yeah. Did not know that. I would always hear stories. The Viper's got to be the number one story of, oh, uh, then the rear end came around. Like uh, every every, every well, well, talk to Christopher Titus because he's got the best story with that, where he basically yeah. just jumped it through like half of and Willow it, Springs. Yeah, when it came out years back in '92, it was the most powerful car you could buy. You yeah, know? and it had no no modern day anything on it. I mean, you're and, you're on your own, you know. But and it's different, like the, the styling, everything was just yeah. really kind of cartoonish almost. But yeah, yeah, I didn't like the early version. I didn't like the rims on the early version. <laughs> wait, wait, before you say that, did you design that car too? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I did not like those weird three-spoker kind of... Yeah, super deep dish. Yeah, the, uh, there's something about those rims I, I did not like. Uh, later on, when uh, they turned it into a coupe and they did the blue and the white styling and the sort of gurney bubbles and stuff like that, yeah. that's when yeah, I the, started, the GT to, started to really S, dig Which was inspired the by the Daytona, the uh, Cobra yeah, Daytona. Cobra yeah. Daytona, yeah, yeah. Many of the same features, so that big sort of... Uh, ducktail in the back and the long front, the white and the blue, and yeah. the, the whole, the whole nine yards. Um, so the, uh, the 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 future for the Viper and the future for you know the SRT projects in general. What what's coming up? What are we what are we looking wow, at down the road? We're in the middle of. I mean, obviously the Viper launched late last year. We had a horrible launch. I mean, six months passed when we were supposed to, but you know things are picking up. We've delivered about five hundred and twenty six cars to owners, so we're getting there. Um, it's transacting at a really high price. I mean, this is the most expensive car we've ever sold through the Chrysler networks, but it's pretty cool. In terms of the future, I mean, we have our, our Charger, Challenger, um, 300 SRTs, and the Grand Cherokee, which has been the absolute knockout success. It's been really yeah. a really physics-defying machine that people have picked up on. So we're going to refresh those products. Next year, we have a, a fleet of uh, new SRT powertrains coming and a lot of good news um, that you'll hear about midsummer. So but the, bi- the big news, though, is, is SRT mm-hmm. is – a standalone brand within the Chrysler Group now. So yeah. I know we have the Jeep SRT8 and we have the Challenger SRT, but really the Viper is the only thing that doesn't have. It's not a Dodge Viper anymore. Yeah. It is just SRT. And it's a bit of a test bed for us, right? It's our first application of carbon, like true carbon, the whole hood, the roof, the deck lids all carbon. First application of hot stamp aluminum, which is from the aircraft industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, very advanced stability control system with five modes, you know, so you can kind of graduate with the car, and it keeps you from, you know, the uh-huh. back end coming out type stuff. So I think it was John you know. <laughs> from System of a Down, the drummer from System of a Down, who okay. told me he had a little torque problem. <laughs> he did, or the car? But that's what's cool. Yeah. You know, it's not Maybe he, he was in one of the, the wrong the, five yeah. modes. That's the that's he was in zero mode. He was in, yeah. He was in the wrong mode. But it's not for everybody. You know, it's it's definitely the the Harley no, Davidson versus I'm, the Ducati kind of thing. I'm now, uh, you know, I'm now. I would rather be 
seen in the Viper than in the Vet at the at this at this stage. I think right. I think the car is uh, better looking. It's more aggressive, and I just I think the car has evolved quite nicely. Like I I was not a fan of some of the early versions of it, but I think I think it's been it's been it didn't get breathed on all at once. It got evolved mm-hmm. into what what it is. But it's taken a really – I mean, it's kept all its over-the-top, super aggressive, in-your-face kind of stuff. But it's also just it's, – it's, it's smoothed out a lot of the uh, rough edges yeah. of the past. It really had, looks great. We had a lot of fun designing it. We had a huge competition. Almost the entire design office was stopped everything and worked on this car for a little while. And it was great. You know? Yeah, that's cool, though, that yeah. everybody gets to get – you know. Gets to participate. It's sensuous. In, I mean, you, is there yeah. is there a now in terms of like SRT and Dodge mm-hmm. and, and Chrysler and units moved and, and that kind of stuff. It, you know, I, it's I mean, I, I don't I don't own a car company, but it doesn't seem like somebody would say, "Look, we're going to make a shitload of money selling these Vipers," because <laughs> right. someone would say, "We're going to make a shitload of money selling these trucks." Yeah. And selling many other things, mm-hmm. but we'll keep this Viper out there because it's something at the car show. It looks really bitching when people come around and, and, it's and a have cool it out car there. And, you and, nailed it. It's exactly right. You know, it's a, it's our flagship. It also a lot, a lot of our engineers have come to the company because they want to touch this thing, this crazy you know vehicle that they've heard about. Um, but it, it's it's not going to make a ton of money for the company. But we learn a lot from the car. We race it. Uh, we started ALMS racing again last year. Uh, which again gets us some great notoriety for the SRT brand. So it's in a way, it's our commercial yeah. for the brand. Now, mm-hmm. wait, is is Tommy Kendall driving for you? Yep. Yeah. 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 Now, wasn't Tommy in here before, and he was like, "I'm not getting a new race car again, especially that vintage stuff because it's too dangerous." <laughs> well, he did, right? That's what he said, right? He always tells me that. I'm like, "Well, I'm going vintage <laughs> racing this week, but thanks." We coaxed yeah. him out of retirement pretty but, much. Yeah, and now he's racing Vipers, but. To be fair to Tommy, this ain't vintage. <laughs> no, no. And that's a good choice because he's a great guy and he's a great character. And he's he, a needs a, driver. he needs a gurney bubble. He does. Yeah. He's it's probably the only race car out there he can fit in. Yeah, you know, the race car actually is a little more roomy because we don't have the hick foam. It's all the safety foam we have to put in the real yeah. car. But he fits in the – he's given uh, thrill rides in the normal uh, Viper, Street okay. Viper. Yeah, and uh, a real good guy and great uh, great to see him back behind the wheel or something because uh, that guy's just – every second he's not on the track is just a, it's just a waste. Oh, he's a badass. He's a badass. <laughs> yeah, he's and a you race driver. a lot, Adam. I enjoy watching you. Oh, thanks. I'm, uh, we're having fun. Tommy's having fun. Everyone's having fun. Matt. Uh, I'm trying to have some fun. SEMA mind-numbing? Oh, my God. Uh, Ralph was there for a while too, right? I was there all week. It was week, ridiculous. But... It was it was it was easily a solid hundred and thirty thousand people. But it was it was good, it was well planned. Like we went a few years ago when it was a monster, but it was like there was a lot of, of bleed in from the locals, about twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. And those people just fill the halls and their tire kickers. This was a lot of good people doing the right business that they're supposed to be doing there. Was it is it well, you know, and I always say there's like a couple of moments where you just go, Well, this is why the terrorists hate us. Oh yeah. Well first <laughs> of all look at like, this. Like, no, we don't need any of this we, stuff. We, and yet we want it all. But I think it seems as an indicator of the economy. I mean it's I don't, no, it is. Fire. It, it, it's, <laughs> it is. It's good. So of course we, we try to chat with a bunch of the guys we can't normally talk to because of just of our location. So we talked to the Ring Brothers, and you're seeing pictures of this crazy Pantera that they built. Oh, the Ring Brothers built a Pantera. The Ring Brothers built it. Well, that. the Ring Brothers showed up with like three cars, by the way, but they right. built the Pantera. They built another Mustang. And I think we talked to them uh, a little about. I'm really trying to get them to bring this car in. Uh, by the we, way. we talked to them a little about, you know, to me, the next trend is taking stuff with a little more of a European flavor. Yeah. 
By the way, I don't this like is, the way this car looks that much. It, interior by Nike. I'd have to get inside it, maybe. <laughs> interior by Nike. Oh, really? Yeah. I, really? I, I, uh, I like the idea of taking something that has a, a European flavor to it and jumping off of that point rather than, you know, oh, here's another Mustang. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I'd have to. I'm gonna to have to sniff that car. Did it win? It it did. It won everything. But um, and then our buddy Steve Strobe, who took a different direction, he had his Martini Mustang, which was very raw, and now he showed up with a fully sort of decked out like Gen Two Camaro twin turbo. Uh, our buddy Tom Nelson from Nelson Racing Engines mm-hmm. built this turbo. I saw that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, he won GM's uh, design award for this thing. This was in the HRE wheels booth, so we got a chance to talk to Alan Peltier as well. And mm. that, that guy is just such an uber nerd when it comes to wheels. He's like, yes. I, he's, he said he's got a 21-inch wheel that weighs 21 pounds. Yeah, he's— That's uh, light for a 21-inch wheel, right? Very that's light. really light, yeah. I, uh, you know, find the guys who do uh, all this matte painting on these cars and kick them in the nuts for right. me, so you? Find that booth. There these was definitely less of that. Now. There's Good. less of that, and and the guys from Avery Dennison that make the wraps, they've come out with a whole line of like chrome wraps and carbon fiber wraps, and and, and there's going to be now at some point, the man's going to have to get involved with this, right? Because you're going to wrap a car in chrome. I'm going to be driving behind Patton's helmet, basically. Yeah. The sun's going to hit it. I'm going to be momentarily blinded and going into an orphanage or something, <laughs> and there's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> Or you're gonna do some sort of custom thing with some sort of hot Viking chick in a you know in a copper bra, and then my kids are gonna get upset because I'm deeply religious. You know what I'm saying? That's There's right. gonna be something, right? We're gonna well, have to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah, well, no, this is America. We can we can put all the boobs we want on the hoods of our cars, but you can't tint the windows. No, you can't tint the windows, dark. As long as the cops can't see. Mm-hmm. That you're driving did, around shirtless. Did you see the self-healing wrap that they had? No. It was on Carl Suntech. This company had this wrap, and you could scratch it with with wire, and it would heal itself with a blow dry, with a heat gun. It's I crazy. Have, That's cool. I have definitely seen the metal technology that co- goes back into shape, mm-hmm. which yeah. is going to be Christine. I'm, I'm guessing that the the uh, it's very Stephen King. Yeah. No. Is it? <laughs> you're dating yourself. It, it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's seen that movie. It's a haunted car, uh, right? It's a haunted car. Do you remember it was like what, Cujo, the haunted do you dog. What brand that car was? I, it was, I, I do. It was, yeah. Well, it, it was, was a Fury. Yes, Plymouth. Fury. It was a Plymouth Fury, and the poster said something about the Fury. It was like release the Fury of. Whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Cujo, she, how, how am I the only one who knows? I the one time I, I, I bring something out that's dated. In, in, in Cujo, she was trapped in a Pinto the whole time. <laughs> that with that, that much, when they're like, "We're going to shoot this whole movie. You're in the car. You're oh, and it. you're in a Pinto the whole movie." <laughs> Got to figure that out sucks. if movies like that would be famous. Oh, now. you know, another thing I mm. saw at SEMA was a guy that hits the button and the windows in the back go opaque that can't be legal oh. right? that can't be legal at all but he just hits the button they go opaque he hits it again well, it goes talk, clear we talked to those guys that have like the holograms where the rims are and stuff or you yeah, can you like can type send messages in. messages in your rim <laughs> you're a yeah. dick it's just spinning around <laughs> well it's more for picking up chicks i think <laughs> oh i i'm a dick yes yeah, whatever you don't have to say dick you can say something else the uh so the uh the Viper the Viper's out. It was it was delayed. Mm-hmm. It's out. I know uh, the vet's out. I know there's the competition. What if if I was uh, looking at vets and looking at Vipers? What would you say to me to get me to well, squeeze the trigger on the Viper? You know, a lot of people like to 
put pin us against each other, right? And, and I understand that we, we have two doors, we're shiny, right? But, right? but they're really very different cars. You know, we're, we're 200 horsepower more than they are. I think that, you know, the, I would call the Viper an exotic, right? And the Corvette mm-hmm. is a fantastic American sports car. Right. But we only built, I mean, today, to this day from 1992, we've built 29,000 cars, right? And Corvette has done that in one year. Right. So we're not trying to be a volume manufactured car. It's, it, so it's, I would say that if you want to something exclusive, something mm-hmm. that, that just puts a grin on your face and makes you feel like a rock star, then the Viper's yeah. what you want. Well, you know, it's weird. I, I feel like I need to uh, straighten people out all the time because, you know, like, take the aforementioned uh, Aston Martin. You know, people go, well, that, you know, the, the Vettel beat it in a lap of the Nürburgring by eight seconds. You're like, ah, okay, not everything is yeah. that, you know. Yeah. A lot of it is just what... You're buying an exotic car, like you. It's exclusive. It, it's not. You're taking something that's wildly impractical because all you really need is a, a, all you need is a Toyota Camry. Really, if you just break <laughs> it down, a Honda Civic, a Toyota Camry with uh, with, with tan interior, right. and we could all call it a life. I mean, that's all right. you really need. But the point is, is you want more because that's your income bracket, that's your personality, that's your statement, that's where you ever. Don't start bringing it's the fun. super. Yeah, but what. And I agree. When people take this super practical talk into the into the supercar yeah. yeah. world, like when they go, like, "Well, you could get three of those Corvettes for the price of one of those Ferrari." It's like, yeah, yeah that's the point. And yeah. That's and kind of the point. My mom does oh. this all the time. I was like, "It's got 640 horsepower, oh. the new Viper." And she'd be like, "Where are you going to use that?" Right. <laughs> I was like, "You know, with that attitude, I'm going to use it in your driveway." That's right. With <laughs> some bleach. That's right. And we, and we build the Viper very differently. It's built by hand in Detroit. We build six a day. At best, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's really a, kind of a bespoke idea, right? So you can get stripes you want, any interior you want. It, it becomes your own personal show car. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different formula. So, like, in, in past, in the past, I remember seeing, well, it seems like at the, in the beginning it was just a red and gold package is what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then later on there was red and, and blue and white and stuff like that. But I didn't. I didn't see all the colors under the rainbow. Not quite as limited as the DeLorean. But <laughs> You're absolutely right. The car launched red. You could only get in red. Then it was and black, red. and then it was blue, and then it was yellow. But it was right. every other year. Now we have eight colors right from the start. And okay. matter of fact, we're launching about one color every three months. And, right. and, and you're launching yeah. with the, the, the SRT Viper and the GTS. Yeah. What are the differences between those? So cars? the SRT Viper is kind of a back to basics machine. Not, not too many. This is the, this is the daily driver Viper. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's about a hundred thousand um, dollars. It's got you know nice interior, still wrapped, you know leather wrapped instrument panel and, and such. The GTS has got active suspension. It's got the big fat uh, you know six, eight inch stripes, dual stripes that you can get underneath the clear coat. It's got a, a killer audio system, uh, more options on wheels and things like that. So you can get a GTS anywhere from one hundred and twenty to. Up to 150,000. But it's not just the trim. It's like the hood is different or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's two two portals on the – because we tried to make the GTS more sophisticated. This is for, for people that want to go to car shows, go to go to Sonoma and, and go wine, you know, tasting or something like that, and and kind of hang out with their friends. The SRT is, is that guy who probably drag races, have a little fun with it. And then the the new TA that we're launching right now is is the guy who does time attack and goes to track days. You know, Okay. So, so that that's, that's the big ballsy one? Yeah. Okay, that's going to be cool. So – um, the, the other, the other SRT products that you have, of course, we talked about this when you came in because you have a, 
a bunch of people here with you, and you <laughs> rolled up in the uh, the, the Grand Cherokee SRT8. Yeah. Now, I like that thing because it does things an SUV shouldn't do. Like, it's yeah. incredibly fast. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Now, did you – I know you raced one lap of America. Was it this past year? Uh, a few years back. A few years ago. Yeah. Did yeah. you do it in an SRT8 Jeep? What uh, did you back do then I did a Challenger, actually. In a Challenger. SRT8 Challenger. I yeah. thought somebody ran it in a Jeep recently. And yeah. I, was, I thought it, I uh, That was one of our engineers. Marco Denitz uh, uh, took one a uh, last year's version and, and ran it. Now, how badass really would well. that be? Just go around from track to track and just race, and then have the boss basically pay for it and say, "Take, uh, take our Jeep SRT." In the name of research. You know, so. <laughs> well, yeah. in, in speaking of work and the boss and all that, just take us through, uh, you know, an average Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where are you guys? Where do you go? Where, where are you out of? I don't know. Okay, is, so is every, everything in that's uh, in Michigan. Question. Where is everybody? Yeah, so our, we're, our tech center is in Auburn Hills, Michigan, so, uh, about forty minutes north of Detroit. A huge complex. It's about it's second only to the Pentagon. It's like a huge wow. campus. It's a giant building. It has every possible function you could imagine in one building. There's no vipers at the Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. So I'm guessing. a typical day. I mean, we have every the beauty of that building is you have engineering, design, lawyers, everything is in there, right? So, uh, and my other job is design, right? So we have a, a small building just for SRT engineering. We have about 60 engineers and mechanics that work on SRT. So they're kind of a special club. And the SRT engineer, you have to kind of be of a certain skill set and rank to kind of make it into the SRT fold. So it's a very highly regarded place you know, And how many, place to how be. many are part of that group, SRT? Uh, about 60 uh, engineers and I think about 10 mechanics and then a few marketing people. That work so my yeah. – first off, it's got to be great down in the community lunchroom. How are those minivans going? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's a, it's a bit like that. Uh, SRT know. guys are over here eating sushi. You guys want some bugles from the uh, vending machine? Right. And the minivan guys? Have, and have, they're just like you guys. They're, they're absolutely in love with cars. They race. They're hot rodders. They're, they're just the land of misfit enthusiasts. And so we, we would, take would, them all in. would you – now, so I'm like picturing a guy working on a door handle for a month. Or, you know, do you literally – Part the car out so, to a degree? In the case of the Viper, absolutely. So the engineering team engineers every inch of it. But in the case of like the Grand Cherokee, most of that is done by the, the, the platform team. And then we add our bits to make it an SRT. So they work on the big brakes. They work on the cooling, the engine, the powertrain. And right. even the paddle shifters, we tune everything uniquely. So the SRTs have a completely different character. Uh, so that's a, that's where the, you know, the lunchroom conversation goes. <laughs> we get to kind of do the fun stuff, the exotic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and a Jeep. You know th- that that's obviously that platform could end up with a straight six in it. No, V six, no. yeah, V6. a V six, a V six in it. But that that one on any any given Jeep could just end end up with a two hundred and eleven horsepower V six that's going to uh, you know the soccer mom, or it could end up with the fire breathing V eight and the, the big brakes yeah. and whatever. So that's a good example because we make a diesel version of the Grand Cherokee, we make a normal V eight, we make a V six, and the, our fire breathing four hundred and seventy horsepower. <laughs> now, how do you how do you decide which cars are going to be sucked into the SRT? That's a great question. It, they have to have good bones. The vehicles Brand. have to have fundamental stiff chassis, good dynamics from scratch. We're not going to do an SRT minivan as much as I'd love to do it, but mm-hmm. it, it has <laughs> to be. That'd be kind of badass, though, yeah, right? It would be. <laughs> they gave me the SRT. <laughs> Kenny Wayne Shepard would be the only one who has it. The SRT <laughs> they gave me the truck for a week. Once, and I remember just thinking, this is the most ridiculous vehicle that's ever been built. But that's what I think is so badass did, about it. Did you the, love it? I, I you it's know, so fast. It was insane, and it was a it was, five speed or six speed. It was the I, five speed. speed. It was a five speed with like a three foot long, like like I mean, it, it was a it was VW van esque length, <laughs> and it was like ridiculous trying to trying to feather the clutch out a little oh, and back I, that thing out of my driveway. I was driving it to Love Line and it, stuff, and. 
I just, oh, that's you're talking about the old truck. I'm talking about the old truck. He's talking about oh, the SRT the ten. The oh, Viper, yeah. the, I'm the talking truck about with that. the manual transmission. I mean, the worst yeah. idea ever, which is. We're just going to take this Dodge truck and we're going to shoehorn this Viper engine into mm-hmm. it, and we're going to give it to Corolla for a week. Yeah, and that we're we're probably talking about uh, two thousand and six or five. Yeah, or it was something. Right, it was, yeah. uh, it was something, seven somewhere like that. Some yeah. somewhere in there, and I remember just thinking. I look ridiculous in this vehicle, <laughs> and if someone pulls up next to me in a Prius, crying. Well, I don't even think it was a Prius there, but I think you could just bump those right off the road. I have no answers for you. If, if you're if you're at an SRTA or an SRT10 with a five with a manual transmission, yes. you could you just you just bump those things off the road. Yeah, it's and fine. those are becoming valuable now. People are <laughs> uh, are they? Oh, now yeah. we're looking at it. Yeah, yeah, that's from SEMA a few years back. Somebody built minivan. like a minivan. I SRT built one myself. Yeah. I actually did one lap of America in a minivan. In the <laughs> did you really? Early two thousands. Yeah. What engine did you put in it? I actually upgraded. It came with a three three, and I found a junkyard three point eight liter from the limited model or something like that. But you've been at Chrysler for twenty one years. They wouldn't yeah. give you an engine. You had to go to the no, junkyard. No, no, all these weird. <laughs> where where uh, you mentioned diesel earlier. And now a lot of companies are starting in. Maybe the Lamar kind of started this with the diesel and the performance. Mm-hmm. No one ever went diesel and performance. They just sort of went diesel and you yeah. know long haul trucking. But now people are starting to realize, and with the cafe standards and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and the clean stuff and everything, is there any SRT diesel anything looming in the future? That Not you immediately, can... long term. We actually talk about that. We have kind of these type of conversations at SRT all the time, and, and it's intriguing, right? We've seen what Audi's done, obviously, with great. Yeah, and you can power. have. I don't know. Lots you can you can bump up from eight hundred and seventy five foot pounds <laughs> to twelve hundred foot pounds. Yeah. I don't know what. Uh, I'm trying I to think where you're, where you're at right now in the torque department, but I'm guessing it's. We, we got about oh, six hundred on the six hundred foot pounds. I mean, you could yeah. probably get to a thousand. Oh yeah, no foot pounds of torque. <laughs> In a diesel, yeah. In a in a Jeep Grand Cherokee, you know, you do an SRT diesel version of that. It's all wheel drive. It already hooks up like a monster. You give me ideas. I'm going to run off and build one of those now. <laughs> like a, a diesel SRT Grand yeah. Cherokee would be badass. You could probably just, you know, you can put down eight or nine hundred pound feet of torque. At zero to sixty, would be like a rocket, and it probably gets like twenty three miles a gallon. Drives yeah. around. Don't mind me. all the axles spitting out the bottom of the car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'm not the engineer here. I'm not. The, <laughs> I'm not the engineer. There's guys. There's probably guys. But you have yeah. sixty guys. There's sixty guys that'll yeah. work on. But that. I think diesel's got, is uh, its day is coming. You know, yeah. people are very interested in diesel. What? Uh, <clears throat> Ralph, what are some of your your favorite events? I mean, at, just outside of Dodge and SRT and whatever. But what stuff do you like to do I, for the enthusiasts out I there? I love going to um, car shows. Like I go to Carlisle. For my first, I went twice now, um, mm-hmm. and I go to Spring Fest, which happens in Orange County here every spring. Uh, this is, I think, number eight coming up. Uh, amazing! With mm-hmm. all these owners, a thousand, you know. Uh, Moparians, I call them, that, that congregate and celebrate their vehicles. Most of them are rear drive, um, uh, bigger cars that we make, like Challenger and Charger. Um, and, and I love SEMA. I love those kind of shows. I go to every auto show, every major auto show in the world. I try to hit, you know, whether it's China or Germany or whatever, uh, and stay up up on. Just like a doctor goes to a conference, I have to kind of keep keep up on what's going on. Because that's mm-hmm. my other job. We haven't talked about that, but my main, my real job, my big job is is uh, head of design for Chrysler Group. So I'm always kind of trying to see where the trends are going. And when you say see, I mean, check out the competition, kick their yeah. tires. But, but unfortunately, you're looking at the past, right? When you look at a car on the road, it was designed four or five years ago. So it's, right. you're just kind of trying to feel where trends are going. But I love watching culture, I mean, especially in America. You have from east to west, north to south, you have so many different cultures, and you have to study them and kind of anticipate their needs. Right. You know, and there's a very uh, 
interesting, you know, thing going on in the U.S. right now. You've got people that are very much into cars, others that could care less about cars. You've got, you know, green movement. You've got the electric drag racing going on. There's so many interesting things. We is, live in a great time. Is the audience here mm-hmm. more broken up compared to, like, when you go to the Tokyo show or something like that, or the other countries just sort of focused, like, we're all small, we're all efficient, or we're all, you know— mm-hmm. Uh, trucks are wrong. America whatever. is by far the most interesting because we have the big truck thing. You know, they don't have that at all. Yeah, we love our trucks. Yeah. And in Tokyo, the cars are absolute bizarro sculpture things. They're, they don't even look like cars, you know. <laughs> and they're just trying to make a statement more so than actually solve a problem. So, so design plays a big influence there more than anything else. It yeah. sounds like. Yeah. And well, the- but it is. It's interesting. Well, I mean, we're we're more diverse. Obviously, you know, if you go to Tokyo, mm-hmm. people look kind of the same and the cars look kind of the same you come to la nobody looks the same you nailed it and none of the cars look the same and some of the different cultures want the different cars right so we kind of are represented you know you go to a used car lot and you look around and it reminds me a lot of america you see a large black truck parked next to a and it's very small white minivan and then you see a little red italian sports car over there all coming together all, yeah. all living under the same tent yeah. with the funny balloons. Yeah. yeah, it is. But there is kind of that. And I really thought about if if we all if we were just a society that was Asian or Hispanic or Germanic or whatever it is, we'd all be driving about the same thing. We're all over the place and, here. Thus, we need everything. And that's precisely why we set up SRT as a brand, because we, we speak to that consumer directly. You know, we market to them. It's small. We're not looking at big volume. We want to go after exclusivity versus volume. So we, we do events with them. We hang out. We have a website just for them. And they feel special. And, and we're, we feel like a kindred spirit with our owners. You know? So where, where are we going to be with the supercar in, in 10 or 20 years? I, and, it, and I mean that more from, like, the government's hand in, in saying well, things. Not really just from, you know. Well, you see it happening already. If you look at, like, the very high, the million-dollar cars, I call them, like the Porsche 918, right? Yeah, they're Hi- all, like, hybrids, right? Yeah, they're the, all the LaFerrari, right? The, the FF. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of that technology from F1 bleeding its way into, into production cars. But, of mm-hmm. course, it's a million-dollar car. But that yeah. stuff eventually will make its way down to... Two hundred thousand, one hundred thousand dollar cars. You'll see. I think you'll see hybrid and power technology combined, and you have your cake and eat it too. So you guys have to be at least looking at that now, thinking about well, how do oh, we yeah. take, how do we take what Ferrari's doing for two million dollars and really start to make it absolutely uh, more. I don't want to say for the masses, but something a little more attainable into a Viper. And then what are the, what are the real benefits? Are the benefits are like, so you get that electric motor and it acts like a nitrous shot around corners? Uh, funny story. Or... <laughs> I had uh, borrowed an engineer and lent me the Fiat 500 electric because yeah. we developed that at Auburn Hills in, in uh, Michigan. And they had tuned it up to be full power, right? You know, they mediate the power so it'll go 99 miles or whatever it is. And it was like an absolute nitrous shot thing, like pop like a cork. Right. Know? So like, yeah. that's the thing. It's yeah. like, you have that great battery power. If, if you don't have to go 99 miles, if you only have to go seven miles, yeah. how quick could that car go? Oh, it's incredible. It'll um, hurt you. John Krasinski, not to drop the celebrity name, Too late. who's married to Emily Blunt, <laughs> told me. Who lives uh, next door to <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Told me that his wife made him sell the Tesla S. Really? And so it was, it's, it's, it's funny because <laughs> I bought my house yeah. when I was married. Without telling my wife, <laughs> so when you tell me you sold your car because your wife made you sell, and yeah. so I'm, I just hear this giant whoosh in the background, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, that's your. She has her own car, right? Yeah. yeah. No, me. And then we, of course, found out later. You know, you can program that in. But she said it was hurting her neck, 
Like because yeah, because he didn't have the Tesla S programmed for right. the smooth start. He just kept putting his foot into it, and when he put his foot into it, her head snapped yeah. back because of the instant torque. That's how you should drive electric that car. Motor. She's wrong. I agree too. Get a Hansa vice, sweetie. And quiet. That's right. <laughs> zip just, it. Just wear it backwards, right? Just, but yeah. yeah, put that Hansa vice on backwards and just zip it. But he said I had to sell the car because of that oh. motor, that electric. You know, he seems like a nice guy, but now Too you're nice. saying now Too you're nice. saying he's a puss. He needs a self. Too wife. nice. Some some would say. And she <laughs> is a, a sweet thing with a British accent, but later on. She needs Somebody, the racing collar. She needs that the donut. <laughs> the Somebody donut. told her or told him, "Look, you got to program that shit into the car because that's a problem." But yeah, if everyone is talking about zero to sixty, and people are like, "Well, what are you going to do with these little electric cars?" Oh no, zero to sixty—that's where they're going to kick everyone's ass. They're not going two hundred and three miles an hour, whatever the Viper does. But the the zero to sixty part—that's yeah. just going to be about hooking up. I mean, you got all- it's a traction. Yeah, it's gonna be traction, mm. and that's why you need a diesel SRT Grand Cherokee because you got all wheel drive. <laughs> no, that's why you need Encore, baby. Encore <laughs> Insurance Services LLC for free life insurance quote. You give them a call eight six six three four seven fifty seven forty eight, or you can visit their website at smartterm dot com. Thinking about getting life insurance? Maybe you have coverage. Maybe you need a little bit more. Maybe you need a little talking to. Encore, we got one of our sales guys, uh, Kit, healthy, 37, non-smoker, got himself a 20-year, $500,000 policy for less than 30 bucks a month. So you need Encore. Give him a call, 866-347-5748. License and disclaimer information can be found on their website at smartterm.com. All right, uh, I think we're going to go look at a car. Uh, I also think that um, my eBay is it the last my last blog, ah second to last second to last uh, eBay blog is up there making my peace with old Yeller. You know That's the title of your. I forgot when I was talking to um, I'm not talking to but I was looking I was working on this Paul Newman documentary and I was thinking about. We're interviewing, going uh, to interview John Morton and that bad crash he had and that scarab over there. Old Yeller was leading that race, basically, when Morton got in that horrible rollover crash over right over the top yeah. of uh, turn one at uh, Laguna Seca, which is right where everyone crashed in my race or with us with a BMW Batmobile. Yes. And uh, Ralph, you, you know, Ooh. the BMW uh, uh, three liter. 3.0 Batmobile, or maybe it was a 3.5, but anyway, car just, ugh. yeah, you'd cry. Ouch. Yeah, ouch. But it was right in the this, exact same spot. This car you know, Ralph, don't you? This old yeller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you were, you were a judge at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Don't you do that quite yeah, a bit? a couple of years. Yeah. 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 That's a badass gig, my, by the way. Yeah, that's a good gig. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed out because I couldn't go for two years and they stopped inviting me. I'm like devastated because oh, I did oh. it for five years. So I'm like, if anyone's out there, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to Pebble again. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just for the food. <laughs> yeah. I would, uh, oh, the food, oh, the surroundings. Yeah. Do you press your pants when you go there? You know, that place. We wore shorts <laughs> last a, time, actually. Little, so. It's a little snobby for me. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a hodgepodge. Or, or the crumpets. Uh, you know, we usually go to the track, or oftentimes yeah. we're at the 
were at the track. The track and then the quail lodge. My favorite part is walking the pits, right? The di- Everybody sets up these awesome dioramas. They look like vintage, you know, as yeah. it was. So cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love reading everyone's storyboard yeah. of, you know, where the car ran and what it what it was in and the old pictures of the guys. I, I like the, the guys at the track that raced the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang cars and they got the costumes on and everything. No, you don't. No, they're cool. No, you <laughs> they're don't fun like to talk to. Guys. What with the wick, wicker baskets that are strapped onto the back of the car? They got like they got like Dennis Gage mustaches and stuff. Yeah. They're fun to talk to. Those are the ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they got the crazy mustache wax and the wicker baskets and stuff. The cars aren't really that exciting to see race. They're kind of slow. But no, I, I know. But the, the the great thing about that is just the, like we just spoke about the insane variety, just the yeah. insane stuff from just stuff that's. Almost modern and fast as shit to just old chitty chitty bang bang stuff. And then every once in a while, you see the guy with the three wheels, two wheels in the front, and the air cooled motorcycle oh, engine that, in was front. That a Morgan? Uh, whatever Morgan it is, I just yeah, want to send that guy home. I just want to go <laughs> listen. This is not for golf carts here, buddy. You got, you, first off, you need four wheels to participate in this. Secondly, it's this thing is air cooled. Thirdly, we don't need an engine in front of the axle. And, <laughs> Of the front axle. It either, <laughs> of course, I, there's Leno driving There's one. Leno. I don't need this. You, you know what? Leave it to Leno to have yeah. this. <laughs> he's got one. Oh, he's got the the motorcycle engine in the front. Yeah. That's I what I'm what that saying. Is. That's not a Morgan, though. It's something else. I forgot yeah, what it is. It's some kind of kit. Too. Yeah. I don't yeah. think... I know this is going to sound insane. I don't think Leno owns one of those. I don't think he does. But what, But it's a car... Yeah. So by law, he must own it. No, and on Jay Leno's garage, they feature a bunch of cars he doesn't actually own. Oh, I mean, he's, okay. You know, so it's it's a show like this. We hey, get the greatest, cars in the all the greatest time. call I've ever got in my life was Leno just called me on my cell phone once. He's like, hey, I don't know. I was like, what's going on? Hey, um, oh, shit. What's his name? He's doing a... Bernard? No, doing a... Go- no, no, the uh, the actor. Shit. Yeah. Um, he's doing a uh, ad for Gucci. And uh, he needs a car. And, oh, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like... Yeah, who was that? Oh, we'll figure the guys. Because we were going to The guy who hosted the Oscars uh, two, three years ago it didn't work out so well. But he <laughs> we said, already forgot his name. He said, oh, he's a nice guy. <laughs> but he's doing a Gucci spot, you know? Yeah. And, and he needs a car. He needs a sexy car. And I said... So give him one of, you know... Give let him, him use one of your cars. And he said, uh, he wants a Lamborghini... Uh, 350 GT, and I don't have one. Yeah, and I said I have a car that? that you don't have. Oh well, they'll tell you in a second. Yeah, a, yeah, he'll, he'll find it online. Leno doesn't have a 350 GT. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fucking loser. God. James Franco. James yeah, Franco. That's that's, that's it. what it is. Yeah, you're right. He didn't do a very good job. <laughs> By <laughs> he, the way, he didn't do the Gucci ad with the with the Lamborghini. I saw the Gucci. <laughs> I saw the spot. There oh, is yeah. a GT, a 350 GT. Oh, it's not yours. Fucking I didn't bring it out there. Fucking two-timing me. <laughs> it was not mine. Wait, are you sure it wasn't yours? Because Wait I didn't bring minute. it out there. No. All right. So uh, you can go to eBay Motors blog. <laughs> you can check out second to last uh, blog. And if you hit the app. And again, you know, you know, like, if you're like us, you like to just hang out there. All right, Ralph. Let's go out in the parking lot and uh, take a very good look at what you brought us. All right. Here it is. Uh, this is the TA. Uh, yeah, it's time attack. It's and 
So this this is basically the how much lighter is it? It's actually uh, it's in between because we actually put heavier brakes on it, so mm-hmm. it's about thirty uh, three hundred and ninety pounds or so. So it's pretty light. So, so this is a light this, car. This yeah, is the relative. third. This is the most racy version, like you were saying in the in the studio. Yeah. The 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 Viper, the GTS, and the TA, and this one's m- more of the racy version. Yeah, it's, it's if you're gonna. Is the of, suspension a little stiffer? Yeah, it's stiffer, more stiffer suspension. It has a two mode suspension, so there's a race and street mode. Um, it's got a very very nice Brembo uh, thick. It's a weird word, thick annulus rotor, which means it's got more surface area than the basic uh, brake system. And we still have a 14 inch brake because we believe in, in uh, not upsizing the wheel to keep the weight down. Mm-hmm. They're 18s and 19 inch wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got some active uh, aero de- devices. There's a splitter in the front and a, uh, a wing in the back. At VMAX, it makes close to 600 pounds of downforce, which is 193. So we actually lose about 15 miles per hour because of the, the downforce. The downforce. That's how much more downforce it has. The. Um Rear 335s? That's where they used to be. Now they're 355, and the front is 290. They didn't make it we, 355. Yes, we, yeah, we actually... So got to make it There's a little uh, factoid for you guys. We have the largest rubber of any car period in the world, even more than the Bugatti Veyron. So yeah, 355 is a huge big. tire. Yeah, as big as it, as it gets on a... Basically, it's 19? There are 19s in the back and, and 18s in the front. 19. And we have 12... Uh huh. Nineteen by t- uh, ten, and the back is nineteen by thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. People, by the way, when you see, <laughs> it's got to be like you see a thirteen a one piece. When you see a thirteen inch rim without yeah. the tire on it, it oh, huge. looks yeah. massive. Yeah. Like it, it, thirteen inches doesn't sound as big as this thing feels. Uh, with the bead, it's fourteen. <laughs> but either way, it just right. feels like a yeah. Tube. And the other, and it has a very low center. All Vipers do. It's a 17-inch um, center of gravity, so it's very low. So if you can get the rubber to work, the car's got incredible grip. So, so you say 17-inch center of gravity? Yeah, off the off the ground. So, so how does that work? Like I, I, because I'm so, not, I don't know so that. If you were now. to measure with the center of gravity where the car rotates, it's about 17 inches off the ground. Uh-huh. Most cars are in the 20 inches, 19 inches. Because everyone is always yeah. sort of talking in terms of its stance. Yeah. Like yeah. this sits five inches off the ground or something. Yeah. But the center, like the CG of an airplane. Exactly. And the car's 50-50 weight distribution. If you want to open the hood, it has um, the engines, kind of like the cars we were talking that, about earlier. It's in oh. here. The, yeah. the hood popper's in the vent. I the like in, that. The engine is way behind the axle. Wow. Unlike that Morgan thing we talked about. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. about... It sits about about six inches behind the axle, and that's what gives it the 50, 50 weight. So, and and as, as we've learned, I guess sort of technically a mid-engine, a front, yeah, front mid-engine like, because it's behind the front yeah. axles. I love uh, this. You were just at the track. Yeah, you could tell, right? <laughs> the tires. Yeah, we did some shakedown work today. We're, the tires uh, are. Yeah, those are the Corsa Pirelli tires. The um, is there ever any? Well, it's a stupid question, but is ever you know. Ever any discussions of supercharged, turbocharged, or we just like the natural aspirated? Uh, natural aspirated, it's always been what we've been about, but our owners do a lot of that. Uh, twin turbos and superchargers mm-hmm. are very popular, so we've actually made the engine with forged pistons, so it, it actually can handle uh, pressure charging, we call it. So we encur- we kind of softly encourage the aftermarket. We can't, you know, outright, you know, endorse anything, but we we, we know it happens. A lot of these got the most popular thing to do with Vipers is the Silver State uh, Classic. Yeah, 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 sure. And the, the car, it's had many records at that particular race, so it's a very popular car for. for so yeah, how much compression is in the engine? It's about eleven to one compression. Okay, and yep. surprisingly, back in the day, it seemed like you could never supercharge eleven yeah. to one compression, but now with the electronics yeah. and the, the it's computers and it's about. 
no yeah. pre-detonation. You can still so run decont- eight pounds of boost in that thing. You know, we found out about the Viper owners. They're basically grown-up hot rodders. They're, they had yeah. a car, you know, a Mustang 5-liter when they were young. They did all that stuff, and they got a little more money, and, they've, and, the, and the Viper became the thing they aspire to. And most of them hot rod the cars. I mean, I would say every third Viper gets modified. Yeah, to some but why degree. wouldn't you? It's a cool car, and well, if you can make it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's still it's, simplistic, right? It's And the, uh, boy, well, that is a short throw shift. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things that bugged us. We used to have this school bus type shifter thing right. going on, so we yeah. shortened it. And we worked with Tremec, our um, our supplier, to, to shorten the throws. And the materials. So it's carbon fiber. You can see how light the hood is. It's right. all, it's all um, beautified carbon, actually. We make it clear-coated so you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The roof is carbon. The deck lid's carbon. And this is actually hot-stamped aluminum. So is the sill. Um, so the, and this kind of technology that just wasn't available yeah, you unless it was aerospace exactly. three years you, ago. The shapes you see there, aluminum hates to be stamped. You cannot stamp aluminum to save your life. But if you heat it up and then before it crystallizes, you hit it, then you mm-hmm. get shapes like that. And well, should we fire it up and uh, I see think what so. it sounds see what like? It, it's got it's got side exhaust there, big guy. Oh, jeez, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. Wow, that looks good. So the V, the V10 has its own sound. You know, yeah, it's very sounds, unique. Sounds like a pissed off dad, <laughs> <laughs> just like coming home from work after a really shitty yeah. day. Yeah. Just, God damn. And people say it's loud. And it's one of those things. It's an you know getting in a Viper is an intense experience. It's the minute you strap it in, it's like you're having an experience. You're and I notice, uh, you know, as far as the gauge cluster, it one one big tack yeah, in the middle. Like, yeah. Speedo on the left. It looks digital. Yeah, you know, when you're, when you're out there tracking it, the tech's all you really care about. So we use our first 7-inch screen. It's all electronic, yeah. and it allows us to put um, oil temp, water temp, oil pressure. So you can customize it. You can actually move things where you want and, and uh, what you think matters to you. But I'm really proud of the interior. I think we, we, that's what we did learn from our friends from Europe. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Is working with low-volume suppliers to look at leather wrapping and stitching. Yeah, it's really, yeah, really it's definitely come, come a long, long way. way. Yeah, really come a long way. And the materials and, yeah, the seats... And you the s- seats are very um, taut, and, 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 and it, it is a very European thing, which is a kind of a less is more. Don't yeah. make big bark of laundry. Bolt- yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, even I, if they're, the bolsters are big, have it come up, but don't have it be a big yeah. sofa pillow. On I there. drove a Gen 1 Viper, and although this is still a Viper, don't think this is any, by any means the same no, car. It's a night and day difference. Yeah, this it drives different. And the, the steering, one of the best things we did is the X brakes. That's something that came from our racing background. Mm-hmm. And it made the uh, the steering telepathic. It's absolutely linear now. Are they all carbon fiber or just on the TA? Uh, on the TA, and it's optional. Um, the normal car comes as an aluminum cross brace. The okay. TA comes standard with the uh, carbon fiber. So, Ralph, where I went to toss out a website if people want to see the car, drive learn SRT. more about it. DriveSRT. DriveSRT.com. Lots of info, a lot of uh, backstory. My favorite part is interviews with the actual engineers, so you get to kind of learn, you know, their, you can see the passion in their interviews. When they're right. talking about the cars, they just start to get excited, All as, right. as I seem to, I guess. You know? Yeah. Well, listen, it's your baby, and you're proud of yeah. it. You should yeah, be proud a, of it. It's a company's yeah. baby. And talk about longevity of a company. I keep, This keeps coming up in my head is, is, is you've been there for 21 years <laughs> and I've worked the for the same brand and yeah. you just started off in the design team and now you it's you know it's been awesome Chrysler's an, brand. it's been around a long time Chrysler's been around over almost 100 years now um, and I've worked there 21 years as you said I've worked for seven different CEOs and I would say right now in this time it's the most fun 
I've ever had, and we're actually working harder than ever. Uh, our, our new boss, Roger Marchioni, is a visionary. He is, oh, yeah. He's so Seen in love. 60 Minutes. Yeah, exactly. Passionate. And he's cool. You would love him. He'd be an awesome interview because he's, he's well, just so affable and Italian guys and are passionate, and then you mix them with bars. And, he's and I, he lets me go to I can go to work like this, so I love it. I don't have to wear a tie anymore and just be myself. And, and that, that culture has permeated the whole company. It's can-do spirit, and yeah. uh, well, it's like it's never a, count us out, you know? An so. awesome product you've created, yeah. Ralph, and uh, thanks for coming by. Bring whatever you want, whenever <laughs> you want to bring it by. Until next time, this is Adam for Ralph and Matt saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. <laughs>